What's your biggest red flag in a woman? I got a lot of red flags. <laughs> What's your number one red flag, just so I know? It's honestly very specific. You sure you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay, you asked for it. My number one red flag in a woman is when a woman plays Fortnite. Username Lovely Low 54 built like a door because Shorty got no cake, no knockers, and no face, which is crazy because I don't know how you miss on all three. Then tries to cover up all that menace with some goofy ass purple glasses, and all she really ends up looking like is the mom from Inside Out. And to make it even worse, which I didn't even know was possible, tries to take all that garbage and put it in front of a camera for people to see. That's wild. You know somebody like that? You ever been called out so bad or made the point so crazy that you're just like, what the fuck? get called out as a streamer and you don't know what you're doing there was a, a streamer that got called out while she was like live streaming fortnite somebody was just giving her some shit i thought it was kind of funny i thought it was kind of cool i thought it was also cruel and unusual punishment but what do i know i was just in the military um so a couple things i wanted to talk about today because i haven't recorded in weeks and i'm like gaio i'm not gonna be rusty as fuck when i re-record and I'm probably to knock out like two or three episodes because fuck it, why not? I got nothing better to do. I can't play Diablo because uh, Diablo 4 just dropped. Uh, the boys want to do it together. And I... So Gaio, Eric, and Mark and I all got Diablo 4. We're all playing it on PlayStation. And uh, so like I got to the point... Because apparently, like, like with most games, usually you can play up to a point, And the point is basically like... Okay, this is where this is where co-op starts. This is where it is. And so far, the game is really fun. <clears throat> it's really great. But I also don't want to play the game any further without the guys. Because the first time I play a video game, I always feel that it's necessary to give the game its due. Play through, two through, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'll just, I'll go until, I'll skip like every cutscene. Like, it's funny, like with Fallout 4. I'll give it so many different looks, so many different cutscenes. Like, some of them I'll watch, some of them I don't watch. But with this one, like, I'm going to legitimately give it its due. Like, that's one of the big things that I don't think uh, a lot of people, like, actually know or understand is that, like, if you're going to play through a game together with somebody or, like, with a group of folks, there are a couple of different types of people. They're the people that will shut the fuck up during cutscenes and, and let it go through, which I'm hoping they do. Then there's the guys... Uh, who just blaze through it, don't really care too much about it, or will talk over the cutscenes. Gaio has been blasting through it. I've already expressed to Gaio that, hey, like I don't want to boost. I, I genuinely want to try to play through it the first time. And everybody had that consensus. And Gaio is the type of gamer that I fucking love. Same with Eric. I haven't played with Mark yet. But during a cutscene, I'm going to know that if I'm like, hey, cutscene, shut the fuck up. Let's listen to it. I don't have to worry about it with Gaio and, and Eric. I don't know about Mark yet. But uh, Gaio's, I think, level 41 or 47. No, he's 41. I don't feel like looking at his text messages. But I basically told him, like, hey, I don't want to power through it. I'd, I'd rather, I'd, like, I want to give the game its due. I think I'm level 10 because I did, like, two side quests. And then I realized, oh, I'm at the – I can co-op now because I saw a couple other people there. So, uh, to me, I'm, I'm thoroughly excited to try the game because it's literally – it's almost kind of like Diablo 3 and Diablo 2 had a baby. Like, they've taken all the cool things about Diablo 2, and they're putting it into, like, they're t a lot of the things that I really liked about Diablo 2 when I played with Eric are in the game, 
And a lot of the things that I liked about Diablo 3 are in the game as well, too. They did kind of like the half-voiced protagonist, half-voiced protagonist, which is, yeah, I think that's, I'm saying it correctly. Like, you'll, you'll, you'll be like, oh, like, why is the weather, why is the, why is the land green, you know? And then you click on it, and then the, the NPC will be like, oh, it's because of the smog, and then you'll respond back in kind with, oh, that's really interesting. Is there a reason behind that? Like, it's like if it's a fleshed out conversation, your character will say it. But then other times, like, you'll select the question, like, why is it green? And then it, they don't say anything. Like, that's the thing that gets me is like, why do you have half a voice protagonist? I select, if I select a voice line, I want them to say that voice line. It's don't, don't give me half and half, right? Give me all or none with the voice protagonist. The graphics, I know it's like not really that big of a deal. But, like, the graphics are good. The kind of over, you know, the canted overview site is still really fucking cool. Like, it looks really nice. The game looks really fleshed out. It looks very detail-oriented. Lilith, like, and I'm not giving you... The only spoiler I'm giving you is the shit you learn within, like, the first two hours of playing the game from getting... From starting the game to finishing the prologue. Like, Lilith is fucking the demon that you're fighting or the devil by the name of mother, AKA Lilith fucking you like it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a great way to start the game. The cinematics are great. I'm really liking how they're, they're basically taking all the bad shit out of the, the, from what I'm, from what I'm noticing so far, Diablo four has got my two thumbs up, five stars, two feathers up, you know, ball of seed or what have you, because they're literally, you better spin that fucking butt blue. Thank you. Um, they're basically taking all the best things of two, all the great things of three, and then basically giving you like a fully fleshed out animation sequences. So I'm really liking what they've done with the game. I'm really liking what they are doing with the game. And I'm really, really excited to see what happens. Uh, something I'm not so excited about is, uh, oh, I, I want to pull it up here because I want to shit on it correctly. So there's a headphone that there, there's a there's a set of gaming they call them quote-unquote gaming headsets now i'm just gonna say this when when logitech says hey we've got a gaming headset for you um let me, okay let me let me let me read the description here the logitech g435 light speed and bluetooth wireless gaming headset Lightweight over-the-ear headphones, built-in mics, 18-hour battery, uh, compatible with Dolby Atmos, PC, PS4, PS5, Switch, uh, mobile, and Bluetooth. Uh, so what I'm assuming is that, because uh, there is a Bluetooth headset, uh, there's a low-latency Bluetooth. Like, I can pair it with my phone, and I can go for walks with it. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to figure out how to do the Bluetooth thing, because I think that's what I'm going to primarily use this for. But Logitech makes a lot of gaming equipment, Right? The I'm pretty sure the, the 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 mouse and keyboard that I used to use was Logitech. Logitech makes a lot of really really good gaming equipment. They make a lot of great. They just Logitech is like kind of it's the name brand that you trust when it comes to compute a lot of computer stuff, right? Logitech is going to make a good mouse and keyboard. They're going to make a good headset. They're going to make great visuals, peripherals, like they make a lot of really good things that I think are really great. The only problem with it is 
I think that the, the microphone that they used. Now, half the reason why I went with it is because when I was with the Hyper, when I went for the HyperCloud X's, the HyperCloud X's, I went wired. I'm a big fan of wired. I love me a set of wired headphones. I I think wired headphones are amazing. I I I'm I know Bluetooth is getting almost um, how did Linus put it? But there, there's no there's no distinguishable difference now between what Bluetooth used to be versus what wired used to be so like wired you have like zero latency zero anything and with bluetooth there might be the off chance that if you didn't buy a gaming gaming mouse or something like that you were fucked now even some of the most standard wire bluetooth you know mouse or mouse mouses that you would buy are so on par that you almost wouldn't be able to tell the difference by using it if if, if it was wired or wasn't wired and so i've kind of gotten that mentality with the headset because I'd like not being tethered anymore to my computer that I thought I would go with the, the G four, three, five wireless headset. The only problem is, um, the dual beam forming mics that they have are like internal microphones. They fucking suck. They suck so bad. It's not even like the audio quality that I can hear. Like I hit, I hit record and when I use the headset, they sound like trash, which means that when I go through Discord, they're going to sound like trash. Um, you know, if I tried to record it in an odd... Okay, Blue. Uh, Blue's got a, a piece of wood in his mouth, or either he's got a really broken piece of Helios' tail feather. That 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 birdie has been all over the fucking place this, this week. Um, but yeah, the, the, the dual beam foaming mics, I just, I don't, I don't like them. I don't like what I'm seeing out of them. I, I don't like the audio feedback. The whole, the headphone is weird. Cause like, I have to turn it up to like a 65 for it to be semi loud enough for me to work with. Um, it, the, the microphone just sounds like trash. It's not picked up properly. Just everything about the, the headphone is like three or four times different it sounds so tinny. It just, it sounds like fucking hot trash garbage. And I thought it'd be so good. It's just it's this really light blue, hot pink kind of color. Uh, it, it's like a unicorn kind of you know uh, threw up all over it. It looks really cool. I just I should have gotten the 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 one that's got the 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 microphone that goes with it. But now I basically just have a really cool uh, Bluetooth Sarah headphones for thirty bucks that I can use when I go for my walks lately at night. Which, uh, I know Mark was giving me shit on the, uh, the Evil Mark show for the Hot Boy Summer, how, like, I just haven't been doing anything. I, uh, I helped Alex cut his lawn the other day, where I used the weed eater for, like, an entire Chris Hansen episode of, like, 40 minutes. I'm just gonna say it was 35 or 40 minutes where I was just continuously doing the weed whacker, got back in the Jeep, drove home, and my arms felt like fucking jelly when I was done. And I was like, why do I feel like such hot trash and hot garbage right now? And like, I went for like a mile and a half walk the other night too. And I was like, I'm done. And I'm like, why, why does this, like, why am I so out of shape? This is fucking horrible. This is disgusting. Like I do, I need to do something about it. So like for the last couple of days I took, uh, for like the last 10 days, I've been doing either at least 60 to 80 curls because in between deaths, in between rounds of Tarkov, I do 10, 10, right, 10 left. I've been doing like 12 left because my left hand is weaker for obvious reasons. Um, so I've, I've basically been 
getting getting my curls back, getting my arms back in shape, and then going for like mile and a half, three mile walks, kind of depending upon the evening. And I think tonight is going to be another curls night because the boys are playing Tarkov again, and I think they want me to join them. If not, it's going to be a walk night where I listen to the rest of, uh, I might at least listen to a good majority of PKA because I totally didn't listen to PKA this weekend. I did a lot of dumb stuff, and I was just kind of fucking around and finding out this weekend. But yeah, anyways, um, just a couple of things I wanted to to touch base with early early on in the podcast that I'd been seeing, some things that I'd been working on. Uh, yeah, so fuck Logitech. They did me dirty. Um, I forget what the other part was that I wasn't talking. I forget what I... See, like... This this is why people are like oh how do you not remember what you talked about fuck I don't rem- I, like I remember I talked about Logitech but that was it I forget what I I forget what the first thing was I genuinely forget what the first thing was so kind of whatever neither here nor there now uh, so Alex Alex likes uh, Alex likes to borrow the Jeep every so often there's nothing wrong with him borrowing the Jeep I in fact like that he borrows the Jeep because then Jessica gets used. She gets taken out and about. She gets driven around. I don't have to worry about uh, just her being stagnant and stagnating. But uh, what's really cool is that. Uh, fuck, what was I going to say? Alex takes the Jeep out. Where the fuck was I going with that? Where the fuck was I going with that? Am I, am I that stupid? Am I genuinely that stupid? Oh, yes, that's where I was going with it. So, anyways, back to where we were at before. So Alex likes to take the Jeep out every so often. And what's really funny is that I don't listen to the radio, right? Like, everything that I listen to is just... If I'm listening to anything, if I'm listening to anything, it's going to be my iPhone, right? I, I always do the Bluetooth thing, right? I can listen to whatever songs I want, however I want, whenever I want. Well, with the radio, I don't know how it got turned to it, but just one day I was on Christian radio, right? Like, that's just what I was on. I was on Christian radio. And it was really funny because the Christian radio is some of the coolest stories and questions. And, like, the, it, it's a talk show, right? It's a talk Christian radio. And I was just like, Jared, why the fuck? Are you listening to this Christian talk show? I was like, I don't know, because it's kind of fucking funny. That's why. I don't know. It's it's weird. So this one this one lady brought up this really really interesting question that I actually really thought. Um, now this is gonna get deep for the Feathers and Friends podcast because fuck it, I'm here for it. The ethics of unborn embryos. Uh, the Catholic Church is against an in an infertile man and woman adopting an embryo because they can't have kids the natural way. Uh, A woman asked on the Christian radio about her friends. Apparently either the man wasn't fertile or her friend wasn't fertile enough. And they wanted to basically go to a fertility doctor and implant either. Yeah, I think it was uh, her friend was infertile, but her husband wasn't. So they were basically going to have the guy nut in a cup. And then they were going to inject it into a frozen embryo, and then they were going to have a baby that way. I will give the announcer a really fucking cool nod to it. Because sometimes when I've listened to the radio, I'm like, this motherfucker is seriously going to throw shade this way. Like, he's seriously going to be that guy doing the thing. Um, But he did give a cool answer where he's like, hey, look, uh, 
There, uh, read this book to help make your own decisions. It gives you the positives. It also gives you the negatives. And it, it's a book that's going to lay out the positives and negatives of doing this. And I want you to make your own decision on it. And he named the book. Like he, he basically gave you enough information to go to a very credible source that, I, I mean, for a Christian, for a Christian who is hardcore into the religion to go, Hey, look, here's where you can find a lot of really good information that proves my point, but it also disproves my point. And it gives you a lot of positives for it and gives you a lot of negatives for it. And I want you to come up with your own answer and then to go, here's my answer. I think that's really cool. I think it's really, really cool. The fact that he basically played the devil's advocate where he said, go do your own research, go, do, go, do, go get your own information, but you called into my talk show to get my opinion, so here's my opinion. And his opinion was of the such that it is immoral and it should not be done, but he has a moral quandary with it because, we sh- number one, the, you shouldn't be preserving an embryo. You, he, he's, he's, he basically just said that they are living things that are in limbo, and we should never suspend life in such a ma- manner, shape, and or form that this can happen. I, I'm, I'm, I'm against it, but morally, I want to give the egg the choice of life to live. I want it to be able to live instead of sitting there in suspended animation. So should we have taken the egg to begin with? The answer is no. Like his, his basic stance is, if you're going to have your period, have your period and, and then shed, shed the egg and, 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 and the life out there and that be the existence. I, we shouldn't be taking an egg and then holding it and, and keeping a fertile egg and then giving it to somebody else or just putting it in suspender animation out there. Um, so more like morally he's, he's against letting them just sit there. And if there's a very real possibility that a loving, caring family is going to be able to give that child a loving, caring and healthy life and let that egg live out its purpose and what it was deemed to do, he's like, we should do it. But I believe the Catholic church's teachings are that it's immoral to do so. So like, again, like he gave a really cool answer. He's like, I believe with the church believings this, that, the third, the fourth morally, I'm for it, but I know the church would say they're against it. So like he gave his kind of answer where again, he was pointing out that I don't think that it should be a thing. I don't think it should be real with my teachings, you know, with what I grew up with, with what my religion said, but I'm also morally against number one, it even happening in the first place where they get the egg and then hold it in suspender animation. If not like it should have a life and do its thing. So it was really interesting to see him come from a dual aspect of it where he basically just kind of like gave her tr- quad answers, but the quad answers like, you know, just like canceled it, itself out, you know, like a negative and a negative makes a positive, but it, it, it's, it's like multiplying it by zero. The answer is always going to be zero and you're still kind of left with, well, I'm kind of right back where I started where I didn't have an answer. I didn't know what the answer was. And so I really, really liked that about him where he, he gave it from like all four different sides, right? Do your own research. Why are you flying into the bathroom? What the fuck are you guys doing? Why? Fucking lunatics, man. I swear to God. So 
it, it's always it, it was really cool to hear him give those answers where he was basically like do your research this is the church's answer this is my answer but this is what i'm gonna stick with because again it, he was asking for his the lady was asking for the church's opinion so anyways i thought that was pretty cool i thought that was pretty interesting um and and I, I liked I that that was one of the very few times that I was listening to him get asked a question about something and him giving an answer that I wasn't completely just like enraged about it uh, at at a moment's notice because that that shit pisses me off like nobody's business when they basically like so staunchly against something or someone or something that they're just like no never ne- never in a million bajillion hundred trillion trillion years. Um, and, and and that's that's why I, I that's that's kind of why I played the the tidbit to start off with because it it was the it was one of the few times where the church, um, where the church basically because you usually hear about it where like a, a te- like a, a religion or somebody out there is basically getting called out or slammed or shamed on something, and it always it's always really interesting to, to see like what happens and, and what the real reasons for X, Y, Z was or, or what have you. So um, like, dude, like this, this podcast was like three weeks in the making, man. Like it's ridiculous. Cause like I had all these ideas and I was like, Oh, let's do it. But yeah, the, the, the getting called out introduction, I think, I think it was interesting that the church officially called itself out by saying, here's the positives, here's the negatives, and, and so on and so forth. But I'm fucking, I'm, I'm drilling into the ground, you guys. Need, I, Jared, shut the fuck up. Um, so actually, something that recently came out, and that was a little bit a little bit heavier hitter, uh, that you may or may not have seen all over, is uh, the Florida woman that shot the mom that came and knocked on her door for kids playing in the field next to her apartment complex or house. Um The woman claims stand your ground. Uh, they got really pissed off at... So, long story basically short, uh, th- there's a great explain like I'm five here that I'm going to go, I'm just going to go, what, no, I'm, I am online, uh, saved. Okie dokie. Oh, no, that was the other thing that I wanted to read. Uh, the, the, the aliens. So, so basically, long story short, is apparently there had been a, like a two and a half year feud between this old lady was at her house and was basically like upset the kids i guess the kids were like super loud and super rowdy right next to her house and they were playing in a field or or an apartment complex or something where the kids were just being lunatics in the field next to her house now how much of a lunatic is the true definition of yo these kids be fucking crazy or was it just crotchety old person being upsetty spaghetti with it um, well, apparently, like, uh, the, the mom had, the, the old lady had done some bullshit where it, it it basically caused the kids to go tell mom about it. Mom came over, was slamming on the door, you know, pounding on it really hard, telling her to come out so that they could talk face to face. And then the old lady basically just shot her through the door and killed her, shot her right in the chest, and she bled out and died. Now... There, there's there's an aspect of this story that I don't like, but they're race baiting. They are 110% race baiting on this situation. And I want to dissect it looking from the outside in with what I see. Now, the old lady is white. Apparently, she's Jewish and Hispanic. So that doesn't make her actually white. That makes her a Jew and a Hispanic person. And then the mom is a, a woman of color. She's black. She's African-American. 
The problem with this that I see is number one, there's like no information. There's absolutely zero information in the story other than this has been a two year ongoing feud that basically boiled over to the point of shit's going to go down one way or another. And it's just a point in time before shit does go down and where someone's going to fuck around and find out. Now, number one, uh, how loud were the kids out there? Like legitimately, how annoying are they? Are they like annoying like my neighbors who play their music? Who, by the way, have gotten really, really good about it. Um, I, I think because they've they've either had the cops called on them so much, the park did something, or uh, their oldest daughter has finally moved out because uh, I think she was the problem before. But like when they play their when they bump their music really, really loud throughout the day, I I can get annoyed by it. I can get upset by it. And is it going to make me want to move a little bit quicker when 1130 hits? Yeah, it's going to make me move a little bit quicker, but I'm only going to approach when the time is correct. Because I think quiet hours at uh, the quiet hours in my trailer park are like from 10. I think it's like from 10 o'clock till 6 a.m. or some shit like that. And in the city, it's like 10. It's like 10 p.m. to 6, 6 a.m. But regardless of the point, like how disturbing were the kids out there? Were they legitimate like lunatics or were they just were the kids were, were kids being kids? Right. The second thing is is how was the kid's mom handling the situation? You know, was she being an evil person? Was she being a lunatic about it? Was she being very crass? Was she being very blunt? Was she being very open and, and, and open to things? Because the, the, the old lady had been saying that, like, the mom had made threats to her. And the mom had previously basically called her out on her shit. Like, said, hey, like... Uh, you know, made, made threatening was was being threatening and threatening gestures. Now, again, would a reasonable person view these threats that the woman was giving her dangerous? You know, as someone's like, I'm beat you. I'm, I'm beat you. I, I'm going to I'm going to throw hands. We're going to have a fight with shit's going to go down. You know, you're, you're being a you're being a bitch to my kids. I want to fucking stop it. Like, this is not right. The cops apparently had been called multiple times, da 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 da, and it's like, okay, like how how wrong was mom? But then again, how crotchety was the old lady? Now again, if it's just kids being kids, I got no problem with the kids being out there being lunatics, just like the kids outside. Like, is it a little annoying that I have to shut my windows sometimes? Oh, absolutely. But is it something that's immorally wrong? Like, no, it's summer. Like, let the kids have fun. Let them enjoy their life. And then secondly, the, the other big thing that I come across is just like, how, how bad was mom being? So if she was being evil or whatever, fine, no big deal. But if we take into consideration the fact that the old lady felt threatened enough that she had to shoot through the door, I'm almost inclined to believe that if this had been ongoing for two years and the cops were being called out and there was nothing that could be done and the cops couldn't do anything because a lot of the times if it's a he said, she said situation, there's nothing to back it up off of. You can't charge somebody with a crime if if it's a he said, she said situation. Like a lot of times you hear about like unsolved murders that, that go unsolved for like a year or two because they're building a case. They're gathering all the information that is circumstantial that can corroborate the story. Whereas you just got old lady going, blah, 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 mom going, blah, 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 and then the kids going, blah, 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 
And you're like, well, there, I got fucking kind of like three different stories here. There's not a whole lot we can do. Stay out of her face. Stay out of the kids' ways. And kids, you know, like tone it down, right? And kids are going to be kids. So if mom was being a deviant, I don't think her being shot through the door would have been warranted. But you lock the door and you call the cops. If someone comes banging on my door and goes, get your ass out here. We're going to fucking talk this out or we're going to duke this out. I'm 110% calling the cops. Like, there was a guy who was super drunk one time. He's like, I bet I could beat your ass, Jared. And, like, he was hanging outside an ex-girlfriend's window of mine, and we had the window open while we were watching a movie. I was like, Tom, shut the fuck up. I was like, you're drunk, but aren't you? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a little toasty. I was like, but I bet I could beat your ass. I was like, do you really want me to, do you really want to me whoop your ass out here? Like, what am I going to do? I'm not going to drag you up to your second story. Like, I'm not going to pick you up and move you to that second story and, and put you in your bed and let you recover or put you in the recovery position. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, I, I just left it as it was. I told him that I wasn't going to talk to him. We closed the window and whatever. But the old lady should have just called the cops and, like, recorded. We, we all have cell phones. Pull out your cell phone. Hit record on video. And then basically just record the woman banging in your door telling you that you need to come outside so she could beat your ass. Plain and simple. Yeah, you have probable cause for somebody threatening physical violence. You don't shoot somebody through the fucking door unless they are actively trying to gain entrance into your house. And again, this is why I'm a big advocate of recording and being proactive enough to the point to where you can be reactive, right? Have the gun in your hands. Maybe just kind of sit there and wait. Call the police. Hit the record button on your phone of this woman banging on your door trying to get into your house to have this conversation with you and make those threatening gestures. And then as soon as she gets through the door, put one in her chest. Because now she has broken through your door. She's proven that she wants to promote physical violence by basically breaking into your own home, telling you that she's going to kick your ass, and you have it on video that she's going to, so then you're defending yourself. Not shooting her through the fucking door while it's still closed. You don't, like, no. That, that, you can't shoot an enemy while it's running away, right? They've dropped their weapon or they disengaged and they're retreating. The fight is over. You, you, you don't have a fight on your hands if they can't get to you. If I'm in a cement, if there's a cement wall between me and Mark, or me and Eric, or fuck, me and Gaio, for, for that matter, because I think Gaio could beat all of our asses. But, like, if there's a cement wall between me and Gaio, I'm not too worried. I'll hold on to the beanbag shotgun, you know, until, until the motherfucker breaks through it. But until then, I'm just going to hang out and let him hurl insults because there's a wall in between me. Now, if there's a flimsy door and I'm like, hey, Gaio, stay the fuck back, big man, that's a different story. And then that, you know, that, that comes down and he's like, I'm going to kick your ass. He breaks down the door and he's like, I'm going to kick your ass. See, I fucking told you. Click, clack, beanbag to the chest, you know. So that that's kind of what I'm I'm waiting for. The 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 news story basically broke. They were able to find enough evidence that it was unwarranted. Yeah, of course it's unwarranted. But there's a huge hubbubaloo where they're like, "Why are you not arresting her? It's because she's white." And first off, she's actually Jewish and Hispanic. Uh, so stop trying to race bait. And then secondly, they're gathering information to figure out what was going on. Because literally when I, I think I, when I read the article, the article was so, or the news blurb was so fresh and so new that the only thing that they knew 
is like these bare bones basic details. And then basically what ended up happening is when they figured out exactly what ended up happening, they made the the arrest. I think it was today. They, they made the arrest like early morning this morning or something like that, early afternoon. So like, again, it's do I have all the correct information to charge this person? Because each state has its own rules and regulations. Oh, yeah. But speaking of rules and regulations, uh, apparently intelligence officials say that the U.S. has actually retrieved craft of non-human origin. Uh, so there's a Reddit post the other day uh, on r slash UFOs, and I know Mark is going to get all in a tizzy and a, and a tiffy here, uh, so uh, bear with me for one moment. But somebody uh, is basically somebody posted this explain like I'm five. And if you're ever curious what explain like I'm five is, is it's exactly what it sounds like. How can I take this very complex thing and, and dumb it down to where even the most layman person can understand? Uh, so my explain like I'm five, a high level military intelligence office official. So a high level military intelligence official with direct experience working and heading the unidentified, uh, the UAP investigation for the Department of Defense or the unidentified aerial phenomenon investigation for the Department of Defense has whistleblown that he has direct knowledge and has reviewed official military documentation of recovery programs, some successful, of non-human-made craft. These claims are being backed by additional intelligence officials corroborating his claims both on and off the record. He has also testified to Congress under oath for 11 hours. Uh, Congress has not been told of any of this, which has uh, uh, Congress has not been told, or I think they meant Congress has not told any of us, which has sparked a call for investigations as to what would be illegally withheld, uh, what would be illegal to withhold on the information from Congress, uh, multiple uh, multiple people from multiple levels of the intelligence agencies are whistleblowing. Something is actually going on and cooperating. A lot of the stories that are going out there. Uh, there's a YouTube video of an interview with one of the researchers. There's an article uh, that they keep uh, that keeps talking about this. That is referenced in the, uh, the debrief.org uh, because this has been, uh, be but this could be seen as complete BS they also released a fact check article by the de the belief the debrief.org as well too and there's an interview with the actual whistleblower that has not been released yet uh, but it is believed to be confirmed to be released a couple of nights ago and then edit the something is going on are on my words uh oh wait quote the quote something is going on quote are my own words here the article and interview is specific that there is act active non-human craft recovery and the benefits are being made to sway the public on the topic. Uh, so there's a lot of basically high level military officials out there basically saying the aliens are real. And, um, Oh God, w w what is that? Um, Gazart did a great video on it. Um, Oh, what is that? What, what, what uh, Kutzkazart. Where? Okay, let's go. Let's go to YouTube real quick. Kutz. 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 Uh, yeah, Gazat. Uh, or, or, or in a nutshell, uh, the the these motherfuckers. Um.
Oh, really interesting. Uh, the black hole terraforming hidden world. Where, where's the... Oh, the great filter. Yeah, the great filter. Uh, you want to you wanna watch something... Uh, the, yeah, the dark forest theory is also a really, really good one. Uh, but the great filter there, there's, there's, uh, I'm, I'm just going to link to, uh, Kutzkazart, the, the, in a nutshell where they, they do a lot of great animated videos and, and shit like that. on like before afters and all that other stuff like that. So basically there's a theory out there called the great filter. There's three types of civilizations. There's a type one, basically non-interstellar, right? Primitives. Type two, there's uh, spacefaring people. There's a type three civilization where it's interstellar. Trend, uh, and then I think there's a type four. Uh, type one, again, no spacecraft whatsoever, nothing, no big deal. Uh, type two civilization can uh, like kind of travel outside into the into its like it's like the not the Milky Way galaxy, but like it like the our own little mini mini solar system. A type three civilization can travel in its own galaxy and a type four civilization can like harness like suns, right? It can like harness dying suns like you see in, in, um, in end game or, or, or in, uh, yeah. End game, uh, or no infinity war, like an infinity war with Marvel. Um, and there's a theory called the dark force theory where essentially there, there's, there's two different ways to look at why we should and why we shouldn't be putting, like we send out signals to be like, "Hey, we're here. Uh, we'd like to meet you." Because um, in a dark forest, essentially the way that it goes is that you're either the hunted or you're the hunter. But the interesting thing is that hunters also can be the hunted, because it, now take like for the jungle, right? The dark forest. You're hunting deer, but if you're in the land of pumas or in the land of bobcats. Or, or cougars, you're being hunted by the cougar potentially because they see us humans as, as food, right? They'll eat us. They'll kill us. They'll attack us on sight. You see those wild videos out there. Yes, you're hunting deer or you're fishing for salmon. Bear in Alaska will fuck your world up like it's nothing. And so in the forest, you try to be as quiet as you possibly can because any noise gives away your position. Now, there's, there's two schools of thought. Aliens out there could be just trying to inform us. They, they, they could be amazing races of civilizations that basically want to further humanity for the, the positives and, and all the goodness out there. Or they are destroyers of everything and fuck the world up. Like, one of the worst transmissions that we could get is one that is decoded, be quiet, they can hear you. You don't want to hear that. That's that's that is the last fucking thing that you want to hear out there uh, as as a transmission coming to you. So like that's that's one of the things that that we worry about, and that's why the the dark forest or the the, the you know the the forest theory is bad. So when we're like recovering ancient aliens or we're talking about ancient aliens or something like that, there's a couple school of thoughts. Like, are we actually being visited? And the great filter is one of the most interesting topics because. They, there's a theory that either nobody's made it past the type the type zero civilization, right? Or no, I'm sorry. I think we're type zero civilization. Type one, you can be spacefaring. Type two is you're able to travel through galaxies. And type three, yeah, 
type zero is what we uh, we're technically a type zero civilization. And then, fuck it, I, I, I'd, I'd have to re re listen to it. But the interesting thing is that they, we don't know. Like it's it's it, it may not be confirmed, and we may now be confirming that there is a officially a type one or type two civilization that is out there that has the ability to travel interstellar that can do interstellar tra travel, right? Is, is this something that we are actually able and capable of being able to do? And that great filter is basically stating there may be nobody else out there because we're either too early or too late, or this is just a hurdle that never gets passed. And so if we do have alien spacecraft, the interesting things are like, where did they come from? Are they within our own galaxy? Are they with our own solar system? Like, where the fuck are they coming from? Because so many other worlds out there are not able to hold life out there. So if alien life is actually proven to be a real fucking thing, and I'm going to leave all, I'm going to, I'm going to actually do my homework and leave all the, the links in the description uh, to, to look at all this stuff and read all this shit. If alien life is really, truly there, like that's a, that, that's a true mind fuck that, that in and of itself could throw the world into chaos because of religions and because of people's beliefs and all this other crazy th shit that that could be a legitimate, real, oh my God, if that, if, if the, because like, if the Bible, because I don't know the Bible that well, I probably should if I'm going to shit all, shit all over it, which is really interesting actually, because the, the people that shit all over the Bible know it typically better than most folks who are staunch staunch pro Bible or whatever, but it's just interesting that like if a religion out there states there's no other life forms or anything like that, like it doesn't talk about that. It doesn't talk about life on other planets or if it does, like there may or may not be this or, or like it, there's just all this craziness that if, if, if a religion says X and then all of a sudden Y is literally proven to be real, are you going to, are we going to go Mark crazy here and put on a massive tinfoil hat and be like, brah, 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 brah. Or, are like are we gonna like destroy religions because they are no longer relevant and we're gonna bow to these people who are trying to visit us? And then you know the theory is like okay, well, are there aliens that are among us? And all you know like you can really get tinfoily hat on this, and it's really interesting to think on, and it's really interesting to to theorize on. It's interesting to understand and go well. What if? Go what if? So yeah, thoughts, thoughts, thinking on things, going deep into it. Um, I didn't have any other way to, to like fit this in. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but there is a, uh, there's this wonderful song by this wonderful artist. And, and I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to pull up another YouTube video. Cause I, I think it's worth, I think it's worth, worth listening to the, the opening, uh, rogue PMCs radios. What PC karma. Okay. I'm going to have to watch that. Oh, there's a there's a there's a new uh, Tarkov video that came out where they're talking about uh, some of the updates that are coming. But let's go, let's go to the wonderful YouTube page, and and I I want you guys to listen to this song with me here because I think it's it's really cool. It's it's really. Mark is gonna think this is probably hilarious, so let's just give it a listen. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, you heard that right. Kesh is here. So Walker Hayes did a song called Fancy Like with Kesha. And I, I guess the, the official video came out where Kesha joins him for it. 
and they they talk they they sing the song and they do the thing and it's 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 got a, it's got like an extra layer of like interesting and it, it makes it it makes it really cool uh however however uh Kesha does not look like Kesha anymore this woman looks so I I give Mark shit all the time because like he he shits on women and he shits on people and like you just like he's like oh you're she's a fatty and I'm like that she's not fat Mark she's like that I she's like average right and Kesha looks so bad it's not even funny like there there's this screen grab right now that I'm looking at where she's got like this. Like it almost looks like tribal war paint is is basically the best way that I could put it. She's got this this red thick eyeliner outside of really thick black cat eyeliner, but she's doing the black thick cat eyeliner so horribly and the wings on this red are just so horribly done. She's got this black eye this black lip liner is the best way that it can look like, but it's basically outlining her black lips and it looks garbage. She's basically sporting the messiest female version of a mullet that I could call a mullet at best. Like it looks like she let a toddler just try to give her a mullet haircut. Um and then on top of it, like in the music video, Walker Hayes legitimately looks like he's singing the video. He's doing a little dance. He's doing a little ditty. He's 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 doing something that you would anticipate a, a, a male singer to do while while singing the song. It actually looks like he could be singing the song as he's going through it. For Kesha's parts, when she's quote unquote singing, the way that she acts versus the way that you hear her voice and the way that she is horribly lip syncing this is just like it's like she's drunk or high and like she's either stoned out of her mind she's completely plastered right now while she's doing this or she just doesn't give a flying fuck because the Kesha that I remember even though I think she was like 19 or some bullshit like when I first initially saw her wasn't that big into it but like She'll like mouth the part that she's singing and then she goes into like a mild half ass dance. And the when you when you when you sing a part that is really like soulful and really a proud moment to show off your pipes, and obviously she's doing it and she's still got the pipes for it, and obviously she can still do it. In the music video, make it look like you're fucking singing. Like she is half assing everything in this music video she looks horrible too like it's not even like it's not even like oh my god girl you gained like 20 pounds it's like you look like a child let you let a child cut your hair you look like you've gained a very unhealthy 30 pounds you are not wearing it well at all your makeup looks like utter disgusting trash and it looks like you just don't fucking care to be here like, the song itself is great. It's a great song. It sounds good. I actually really like it, unironically. She sounds amazing on it, but she just 
looks like she's just a drunk and just a fucking mess. Like she's on drugs, man. Kesha, get help, girl. The wet kid cut your hair mullet style does not suit you. Whatever fucking makeup you're wearing is not good. You look bloated and you just look not healthy at all. You look like you could care less to be there. And it's almost like somebody fucking gave you a... I really hope she's not sick and I'm ma- I'm not making fun of her. Like, I'm really hoping that I'm, I'm, I'm making fun of a woman who is just losing her shit, right? Or, like, ripping on a woman who's losing her shit. Like, if she's got, like, you know, stomach cancer or some shit like that, like Chadwick Boseman had, and, and he carried it well where nobody knew about it, like, fucking heaven forbid, I, I, I just hope nothing negative goes on with her. But, like, it's just sad to see her in this state of affairs, like... Get some help, Kesha. You you need it, girl. You legitimately fucking need it, it sounds like. Uh, but what... Who, who am I? The man who mowed lawns for 30 minutes and sounded like he was... And felt like he was about to die. That's... It's really great. It's, it's really good. I'm doing phenomenal. Oh! Oh! I wanted to get into a fight. I wanted to get a fight into a fight. Because I remember this one. This one was great. I gotta, I gotta find it here. Stand by. I think, uh, I think she removed her post. I'd, uh, I'd almost have to say, I think she removed her post because she was getting shit on, pretty hardcore. Um. Oh no, no, it's there. It's there. It's just not whatever. Uh. So, anyways. Um. Oh yeah. No, that that's hilarious. She's trying to so. Uh, I was on Reddit the other day, and I, I know I talked about this with Mark, but there's a subreddit called R Look Your Best. And uh, her, she had like a, a whole bunch of photos, and I'm pretty sure she did delete them. Um, yeah, because I can't view them anymore, and the thread was locked by moderators. But it says, how would you describe my style, and what can I do to improve it? Uh, basically, her entire, she had 10 photos up. And of the 10 photos, like eight of them were basically showing off her, like, I'm pretty sure she was a size zero, right? Uh, it was showing off her, her stomach. The, the, the main, the main objective of many of the photos is to show off her flat, her very tiny, very flat, very not almost non like non-existent stomach, right? Like it was, it was very interesting how skinny she was. And it was kind of like, girl, you look good. Are you healthy? Are you okay? Um, and it was just really interesting because again, that, you know, when, when the question is asked is, how would you describe my style? Uh, when you give me 10 different photos, 10 different photos with 10 different styles, because that's literally what it was. It was basically she had 10 different styles that she was doing, but the main thing that she showed off is her stomach. So I posted a, a, a thing that was like, your style is my stomach is the main character and I'll do anything to show it off. Beyond that, you have no style. It's basically a hodgepodge of whatever you find to show off your stomach. She responds with, you write, you write. I'm so very glad you've got such a good grip on reality, love. Little heart emojis. I, I wanted to get into a fight with her. And I wanted to respond back with, with going, how would you describe your style? And, and I know somebody's going to come back and be like, oh, it's eclectic. It's just a randomness of, of things out there. But if someone asks you to describe their style and they give you 10 different photos... You're going to try to find the common denominator in those 10 photos 
to describe what they're wanting. And if the main common denominator is that my stomach has to be shown in every single one of these photos, except for two of them. Um, but in the other two of them, you're like, oh, you're basically showing off a little bit of your stomach. And then you basically can't show off your stomach in the sundress. Um, and, and like, it was interesting because she had like a sundress. She had like the gothic look. She had like the 1990s, the the crop top t-shirt and the, and the, and the jean and the jean uh, skirt. She was basically wearing like uh, basically like a, a sweater belly, I guess, as you would call it, and capris. And she had like all these different photos of just all these different styles that you would like go, okay, well, there's the 90s, there's the early 2000s, there's 2010. Here's, you know, your, your gangster streetwear. Here's your, you know, comfortable. Like basically every photo was a different fucking style. The only common denominator is you showing off your stomach. And there's nothing wrong with it. I never said it or meant it negatively. But if if you want to know what your style is and you're asking the internet for what your style is, and then you get offended when I tell you what your style is based off of the information that I'm given, it's kind of fucking stupid. It's like the it was like this other this other guy. He had three photos where it was basically tank tops and gym shorts, right? And I'm like, he's like, how do I improve my style? I was like, first off, stop wearing tank tops. And gym shorts everywhere and wear normal clothes, like just a plain white t-shirt and a pair of jeans. You could look good from the fifties. Get yourself an interesting button up, a polo, a pair of khakis, like do something other than a tank top and basketball shorts. And then somebody's like, well, you know, you gave him a rating of like three because, you know, he's, he looks really good. I was like, yeah, but he asked how he can improve his style. And to rate him in that, I'm like, literally, dude, if all you do is wear basketball shirts, like basketball shorts and a tank top, like you don't have much of a style. I don't really think a lot of people look good in it. So fuck it. Like if I go out, I'm putting on legitimate pants and a legitimate shirt, right? Whether that be a camouflage shirt or not, that's up to me. But like if, if you're going to ask how to improve and you give me three shots and all three shots are exactly the same. I'm going to tell you to do something different. If you ask me to describe your style and you give me 10 different photos, I'm going to look for the common denominator. I don't get why people get so fucking butthurt on the goddamn internet. When you're like, what's my style? You're a goth. You're a big titty e-girl goth. No, I'm not. You Google big titty goth girl, big titty e-girl goth. And you like go, no, that's the same thing. Like, that's your style. Like, it's not my style. I'm not that. You asked what your style was. See, look, it's a copy paste. It's just with you. I, 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 I don't get why people do that. I don't get it why when you tell them the truth, it pisses them off. And I've, I've had that happen before with me where I've been told the truth. I got pissed off and I had to remind myself a second, dude, you literally were. You were being a douchebag. You were being an asshole, right? And you got to live with it. You know, you, you got to live with your consequences. And fuck, I've lived with them. So to, to me, it, it, it just makes me a little fucking upsetty spaghetti when, when, you, the internet, when the folks on the internet ask you a question, you answer their question, and a lot of people answer the same, the same question the same way. It's, it's just, it's really, it's really infuriating. Um, yeah, it's, it's just absolutely infuriating. God, it, 
Yeah, like even this chick here, chaotic neutral. It's a bit all over the pla- place, but overall, I think if you're happy, I wouldn't change a single thing. Um, and then you got somebody just being a douchebag about it. Um, what, uh, cottagecore punk. What the fuck is cottagecore punk? Um, tacky, but that's okay. And then, of course, you got a negative down vote. Um, hmm, have you seen sequins? Yeah, like she's literally like just fishing here. Um, it fits your personality. Yeah, and it's like sometimes she, sometimes what we wear defines who we are. Again, hodgepodge is the word you're looking for. Uh, yeah. Heroin chic, 2007 mall rat, Rick Owens, Asian fantasy, and British rocker. Uh, fucking like I love how everyone else is saying hodgepodge. But when I call her out for basically saying your stomach is your main character, but you know, whatever. Oh, and then I fucking love these dudes. Me on your arm. Yeah, like I, I love these subreddits where, where people like ask questions or whatever like that. So like, you know, like how do you, how do I look? So like, well, you look absolutely stunning, babe. You wanna be my girlfriend? It's like fucking dude. You're just supposed to be like, yeah, two thumbs up, five fucking stars, you know, like this is not yeah, it's whatever. Uh this is where we hand out unsolicited advice because fuck it. That's what we do here at, at, uh, I almost said the name of my company, which probably is a good thing that I didn't do. But you know what we do here? Fucking like, I, f- I feel like so fucking out of it, man. I feel so fucking out of it, dude. I don't you know what? Fuck it. Advice. We're going to answer questions. I'm out of it. I'm, f- I'm feeling weird. I'm feeling dumb. Um, anyways, we're going to, we're going to delete that. Delete. Ah, here, here we go. Uh, okay. Pick 1812 asks, how do you fix yourself after a really good cry? The cry itself is what genuinely fixes me to be completely honest with you. Like if I, after I've had a good cry, I'm just like, Ugh, okay, now that that's over, let's move the fuck on. We got this. And like, I just kind of get back into whatever the fuck I was doing at that current moment in time. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, if you were a dollar and action figure, what accessory would be included with you? Birds. 110% birds. Birds would be the thing that I'd, I'd go with. Um, women of Reddit. How have your friendships with other women changed as you've gotten older? Um, so I'm going to change this and go, men of Reddit, how have your re- friendships with other men changed as you've gotten older? Um, they really haven't gotten any different, to be honest with you. I've noticed that the friendships are, are, are maybe fewer and far in between. I feel like the friendships that I do make or that I have made uh, are a little bit stronger and more intense. Like uh, the group of guys that I play video games with, like uh, Whiskey, Vexus, you know, Kyle, David, Jake. Like, 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 even with Jake, I don't really interact with Jake too much from Let's Play Death Ray, but David, I interact with a lot. And then, you know, Eric and, 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 and Gaio and Mark, like, we're, we're finding, like, we're, we're legitimately, like, kind of finding ways to do things together. And, like, we're actually going to do a file, I think we're going to do, like, a file entertainment or, like, an evil Mark show down in Illinois uh, with, uh, with Eric A, where I'm going to go, I'm going to rent a hotel room, work a few days out of the hotel room so that way I can still make money. Um, and then what I'm going to do is we're going to do like a, a couple of visits and we're going to hang out and see what's going on. And we're going to all get together and, and legitimately film a file entertainment or like an evil Mark show all together as a group. So 
what I would say is like how how have things changed? I I think well not really much has changed because the way that I do friendships is basically exactly the same. But what I would think the, the things that are changing are how good the friendships are and how long lasting they legitimately are. So that, that's a, that's a question. Um, how do you overcome past painful events that still hurt and affect you in the present day? Uh, you repress them and then you die early. No, uh, the the best way that I can overcome past painful events is um, is actually talking to my psychologist here today, which was actually really really fun talking with him. Because it's so funny because he's like, dude, you're so good at identifying, setting boundaries and like doing like he he's so he's so interesting. It's so interesting in the fact that like he it like when, when we're talking about a situation or, or or something that's come up where like I'm dealing with the, the social anxieties that I have or, or or basically just like living in the nausea and, and the fear and the, the panic of throwing up. It's always just really interesting how like I can voice my concerns on a couple different things, and he's like, like how how does that make you feel, or how does that internalize you? And like I, it, it's so interesting that I have it down so genuine and so pat, where like he'll ask me a question on something that like I genuinely am already okay with, and I give him the answer. He's like, God damn man, like you're so on point with setting the boundary and doing this, doing that. Like everything is perfect as it should be. Like you, you've 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 answered my question. And proven to me that you have it under control. And I'm just like, yeah, dude. It's because, like, I've had, like, 10 years to deal with this shit. Like, I've been helping other people out. I've been doing things. And I've been running through situations to where basically I set that boundary, right? I give myself the ability to understand, logically approach a situation and solve the problem. And so how do I overcome past painful events that still hurt and affect me in the present? Yeah, fucking live in it, dog. Like there's, there's, there's literally no right or wrong answer in the fact that basically you do what you need to do to get over it. If it's listening to copious amounts of heavy metal, my best friend's suicide, I will never get over that. I cry to this fucking day when one song comes out. There's a song by Killswitch Engage called Always. I'm almost a hundred percent. It's called Always. I got to pull it up here. Uh, it'll make me fucking cry. So like I cry on the spot when I listen to this song, like if I'm having just a tiny, yeah, always by kill switch engage off of disarm the descent. If I'm having even just a little bit of a bad day, just a wee little tiny bit of a bad day. I'm not like, I'm going to cry like fucking done. Jared's going to have a good cry. Um, and by the way, my good cry is like about, 45 seconds to a minute of, of like genuinely on the verge of crying. But I, I, I just, I can't let myself cry. I don't know why. I think it's just because like Helios and blue really get in the feels with me and they, they like can, and they can sense the tense air and shit like this. Like I to uh, yeah, last week, last week, Friday, I think it was last week, Friday night. I had a real good fucking cry because this, because of the song, like, genuinely i had a deep a deep deep good cry um and by by the time this episode airs i think my file on our entertainment episode uh jared's musical journey is going to come out so that'll be fun and interesting but yeah i had a really good solid cry and uh it was oh god it was good it was so good um but anyways like i i just you gotta live in the moment dude you you gotta just endure and find a way to be you uh, one of the best 
worst advices I ever got when I was in the military, when I was talking to a therapist then, is I was really pissed off at the, about the divorce I was going through. And she goes, put your arms up. I was like, this is fucking stupid, doc. And she goes, no cursing in here. This is a safe space. It's like, in my safe space, I like to curse. And she basically just goes, no cursing. I was like, all right, fine, doc, whatever. She goes, all right, put your arms out. I was like, all right. She goes, spin around. And I spun around. And she goes, everything that you touched is what you can control. And being the cocky 20-something asshole that I was, I go, yeah, but doc, if I put my arms out and I put you in that space, I can control you. She's like, yeah. But you got to remember, all of this is outside of your control. And I go, I don't think you get the root of the problem here, Doc. The root of the problem, why I'm such a pissed-off, angry individual, is my soon-to-be ex-wife, who I'm still technically married to, is fucking one of my members in my unit. Everybody knows it. Everybody sees it. He's not being charged against the UCMJ. He's not having anything done to him. Whereas if I am fucking up just the slightest, I'm getting my ass completely reamed and getting told to fuck off and getting in trouble and getting written up and and having paperwork written on me. And it's really pissing me the fuck off. It's the shit that's outside of my control that's that's getting me upsetty spaghetti. That's what I'm upset about and that's what's going on. And she's like, well, we'll revisit this next week. And I was like, this is fucking dumb. And then I asked for a new therapist. And she's like, so I heard you asked about a new therapist. I was like, yeah. I believe all your doctorates and shit are just all made up. My problems are X. I'm telling you what my problems are. And you're basically going, hey, the pro- those things don't matter. And I'm like, those are the things that are pissing me off. Everything else I'm fine about, everything else I'm good about, it's the shit that's happening outside that's, that's pissing me off. She's like, well, you think the world's out to get you? I was like, yeah. What would you think in this situation? And she finally goes, yeah, I agree. It's bullshit. I was like, I think we're done here then. If you can't help me solve the problems that are outside of my control or help me get to be okay with them, then there's no reason for me to see you. And then, of course, I got put back on active duty. I was good to go and I was cleared, which was insane because I wish I would have done that weeks earlier. Um, and and it was just it was just, yeah, like she just pissed me the fuck off. And and that was one of the things that I had to learn the hard way is that sometimes there is legitimately nothing that can be done about it. There's legitimately nothing that you can do in your life. There is nothing that will be able to be done in your life about it. So literally you just go, that happened. This is going to be a thing now. And this is how I'm going to resolve it. Like with Emily, she broke up with me because of a tarot card reading. There's nothing I can do about it. She's going to be who she is. I can't control her. I can't put her in a dungeon. Number one, I don't have a dungeon to put her in. My, my trailer doesn't have a basement. Number two, if she ever got out, I'd fuck, I'd fucking, I'd, I'd be in jail for a very, very long time. I am not, I would not last in prison. I know that for a fact. I would try to beat somebody up, get my ass beat, get sent to the shoe and then go, Jared, you got to stop fighting and then be put back in general population where I'd immediately try to fight somebody or fight a guard and then just get like, I'd, I'd, I'd be in that cycle where I'd be trying to get put into solitary confinement just so I could stay the fuck away from everybody. But then again, I lose the birds. I lose my podcast. I lose a lot of stuff, and I that would drive me insane. I like my freedoms too much. I would never, I'd never last in prison, so I could never do that to her. But there's like nothing that could be done. There, the, the way looking back on it, in the moment, it fucking sucked. It sucked for about seven to eight months, just because Emily and I did things the worst way possible. I, 
I should have done what I originally wanted to do. She was such a kind, sweet-hearted woman that she said, let's still be friends. Let's kind of be friends with benefits. And it just it just took such a disgusting wrong turn that I, I genuinely feel like when, when she said, I think we should break up, I should have just bid her adieu, let her go on her way, let her go do her internship, and we should have just fucked right off. I was such a disgusting, toxic, evil individual that that second half, I, I, I wonder why she put up with me because I know, I know the sex was maybe that good and she maybe really enjoyed everything about me. She just knew that there was an end and if she was going to do the end, I feel like she should have done it a little bit differently as opposed to the way that she did it, but that's neither here nor there and I, I, I feel like I feel like I was used the final couple of months and we we should have just parted ways uh, right outside the pizzeria when she gave me the most wonderfully choreographed breakup I have ever seen in my entire life. I can't even be mad about it. Looking back on it, it sucked, like I said, for the six to eight months, but you, you basically just have to live in the shit, deal with it, and get the fuck out. Um so that's how you that's how you deal with overcome past painful events. You basically have to get to the point where you're like, oh, here we go. This is going to be that thing again. And then go through it. Um, so what's the biggest barrier to cooking your own meals? The fact that single single meals is is not something I can do. A lot of people are like, oh, why don't you food prep? Bitch, I don't like the same fucking meal every goddamn day. I don't. I don't want to have the same breakfast five times in a row because I have to. I want to have it because of choice. If I want French toast seven days in a row, I want to wake up and go, I want French toast. But the moment I wake... So if I make a week's worth of French toast, then all I have to do is warm it up and eat it, right? If I make French toast for seven days in a row to where all I got to do is warm it up and eat it, I'm going to wake up on day two and go, I don't want French toast because I'm, I have to have French toast. I have to stick to this plan. I want the flexibility to go... I want French toast. I want the flexibility to go, I'd rather have egg this morning, right? That is my mentality, and that is the mentality that I have when it comes to, when it comes to like, meal prepping and shit. Because number one, it's like, I don't want the same fucking thing all day, every day. And what's really interesting is like, oh, there are people like, well, what if you make like three chickens and like three, you know, three chickens and three porks? Well, first off, I don't actually eat meat. But if I, if I have like three chicken substitutes and three pork substitutes or whatever, like here's the thing. I'm going to maybe have chicken, pork, chicken, pork, chicken. And then that next day where I'm stuck with the pork, I'm going to have to go, but I want chicken. Like that's me. That's how I operate. That's, that's why I don't do that shit. That is why I cannot stand doing the meal prepping. So that, that is some things that that is one of the reasons why I don't do that. Uh, how do you reply to a quote, do you trust me quote from your partner when he or she is about to say something sketchy? Uh, I'm talking about a situation like a guy invited me over and my friends to his house party, but you can't come. And while the discussion goes until the true, the trust question, and I say no, and he gets mad. And so, okay, so. This is more along a guy invited uh, a group of friends to the party, but said, you're not allowed. And he says he basically couldn't trust you. So probably they're doing some sketchy things there that a lot of folks might not approve of you doing or that you might not approve of them doing. And they just don't want to get called out. 
they don't want to get snitched on. So you, uh, Cafe Calante, you are probably a snitch. Um, you probably have different morals and different views on things. Where if if someone's like, hey, man, you can't come to the party, they go, well, why not? And you go, why not? And they go, trust me, you, you don't want to come to this party. You won't have fun. You're not going to enjoy yourself. And you, you just don't want to be here. You're, and, and when the trust question comes up, um, a guy invited me and my friends to, to his house, but you can't come. That's that's saying that he invited a bunch of friends to the party and he didn't want you to come because he didn't trust you, didn't know you or didn't like you or figured you you weren't going to be okay with the drugs and alcohol that they were imbuing there. But if my partner goes, hey, do you trust me? Like if my if my partner like my I, I hate that I'm calling a partner, if my girlfriend or I should say if your significant other goes, do you trust me? How do you reply to that? The answer should always be, well, yes, to an extent, right? Like that, that's just it. Because like, if the next question out of your mouth is like, hey, we're going to be poly and open, you know, I've got you a hookup with a girl, I'm going to be okay with it. But she's like, I want to be in a poly, if a girl's like, do you trust me? I want to be in a poly relationship. I think it's going to be good for us. I'm going to be like, you're fucking crazy and you're single now. Um, you know, if they're like, hey, just do you trust me? For what? For this thing I'm about to do. I mean, go for it. Like, as long as it doesn't involve you having sex with somebody or killing somebody, I'm I'm pretty okay with you doing just about anything, you know? So it depends on the context, and you got to give more context than that. But if my significant other is like, do you trust me? I'm going to say the best response to that is, to an extent, why? That is the best retort to do you trust me. To an extent, why? What's something most people find attractive that you can't stand? Hmm. Yeah, the overconfidence thing kind of kills me. There was a girl that I was that I was getting with, and she like she got like really arrogant in her quote unquote skills. She backed it. She backed the talk up. I'll put it to you this way: she backed the talk up. I probably. Probably should have put on my raincoat, but I didn't uh, when I was messing around with her. But yeah, like she was like, do you trust me? It's like, or no, not do you trust me? But she was talking some mad shit. And I was like, look, you got to stop that. That arrogance, that arrogance tells me two things. I'm about to get really sloppy seconds. You've done this a fuck ton. And not many guys like to sleep with women who have there, there's not the, the, the crowd of men that want to hear all the guys that I blow fucking love the thing I do. And when I hear all the guys, even it could just be two thinking about an, the girl I'm about to get with sucking another guy's dick, even if it's one other doesn't really appeal to me at all. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me at all. So the the overconfidence in the in the bedroom or the uh the impress me kind of thing um or like the girl just looking attractive on like a dating app like that's my biggest pet peeve is like if you're a wildly attractive woman on a dating app i'm like all right well what's your profile look like and it's super fucking barren fucking hard swipe left 
which I haven't gotten a single swipe back on Hinge. I haven't got an. I had a match expire on Bumble. I had a match and it expired on Bumble. Um, it was really kind of interesting because I think the girl's profile said that she doesn't message first. And I was like, I'm going to swipe right just on the off chance. It's just a load of bullshit. Um, cause I'm not going to pay to extend the match. Uh, yeah, nobody's called me back. I haven't had a chance to flirt with any of the baristas or I haven't had a chance to flirt with anybody outdoors yet. I, I haven't had much of a chance to do any, to show off any riz here recently, just because there's been nothing to show off and there's been nothing to do. Um, so yeah, like, and I, I may have even gone old school and written a letter, uh, cause Mark on the evil Mark show was talking about, uh, like, uh, Pentacon or something like that where you can like write a letter to inmates there's a there's a girl who committed first degree murder or I think it was manslaughter I think they called it manslaughter but I, I think it's te- technically first degree murder and she's away for like 28 years I was like fuck it she's cute enough I'll I'll send her a message haven't heard shit back from her it's been about a week yeah it's it's uh yeah what, what is today today is the seventh was Memorial Day the... F- no, wait. When was Memorial Day? When is Memorial Day? Memorial Day 2023. Was it Monday the 29th? Yeah, yeah, we had Monday the 29th off. Yeah, it's 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 been... I mailed it out, I think, Monday night, the 29th. And so, I mean, it, it technically was crossing the United States of America. So I'm, I'm going to say that if I haven't heard anything by the end of next week, it's she she just hasn't responded. So, yeah, Jerry's love life is uh, it's going swimmingly. It's going very swimmingly. It's, it's, it's off to another good start. Uh, deep into the feels. Deep, deep moments in the feels. And uh, I, I know... I know Mark and Eric and and guy and even Gaio and I had had this conversation where I talked about getting back with trying to get back with Sarah and just basically like basically getting back with her until I found something different or or, or seeing if I could restart the relationship in some way shape and or form and uh, let's just say that um, the response I got from her and her lack of response from my last previous text message. Uh, basically leads me to believe that any form of communication is now null and void. And I, I don't really want to show up at her place. I don't really want to show up at her house and be like, Hey, can, can we talk? And, and that, that just, cause she was super non-confrontational she was like super non-confrontational. Um, and, uh, like anytime I brought up anything, she'd, she'd be like, no bueno, but yeah. And then it, it pissed me off. Cause one of my cousins, apparently, uh, they just hit like their, a, a, a pretty decent size anniversary. I think it was like their 10th anniversary or some shit like that. But it was really funny because she's like, Hey, Jared's cousin, like here's, here's, you know, here's to 10 years. I think it was of quote, sure. Why not? End quote. I was like, that's what fucking Sarah said to me to date. Like it's, it's getting in the fucking like, dude, the dumbest shit, the dumbest shit, the dumbest fucking shit is setting me off so hard right now. It's just not even funny. It's it's really pissing me the fuck off. Like, I, I, yeah. And then I found out, too, from work that, like, I can't 
like the states that I can work in, not even close to South Carolina. So I'm like fucked seven ways to Sunday. So yeah, um, to to the one person who who is listening, to the one person who's listening who who asked me the question three times and I did blow up on them three different times uh, when giving the answer, but my frustrations are, are all sounding still that my frustrations are there. My anger is still there. And there's a lot of still pent up uh, anger and rage and, and emotions and feelings there. I'm not really sorry. I blew up on you because I feel like it was warranted given the circumstances and the reality of this, the reason why it happened. But if you're still listening and uh, you're still going through it. Yeah, no, nothing has gotten better. In fact, it's it's ultimately gotten worse. Because now, when my mom ultimately moves to South Carolina with my little brother, Yoshi, I'm going to basically be stuck here in central Wisconsin, uh, where my, my dad is. And my dad and I's relationship is still trash. So that's not going to be going good. Uh, my sex life, my, my relationship life, and my personal life are, are not doing as hot as one would think. Um, like I'm doing good. Otherwise, like I'm, I'm in good spirits. I'm healthy. I'm eating good. I'm not getting super fucking nauseous. My allergies aren't killing me too bad. I'm, I'm actually hungry for a change. Like I'm eating well. Everything is going, everything is going well, except for my love life, my relationship life, living in the fields and basically knowing that I'm probably going to be stuck here unless I transfer to another company in South Carolina or go work for them. And it's, it's really going to kind of suck. So here I am. Uh, basically stagnant and and moving forward as best as I possibly can. So that is that is the update on on Jared's uh, social life, on his uh, relationship life, and and things in general. So to to kind of cap it off, yeah, it's it's not it's not looking about as pretty as it possibly could be. It's not going about as well as it can be. But by golly, shit's going, and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be what it is. It is what it fucking is, right? I'll see you fucking soon. To infinity and beyond. That's how good it's going. I'm literally messing up. The one easiest thing in the world is doing the break in the middle. God. Fuck, until next week, you psychos. I'll see you later. I love your faces. Thanks for listening, and have an awesome sauce rest of your day. Bye, guys.